1: It's the little bit of effort. The greatest opponent that you will have in the startup battlefield is yourself. If you start doubting yourself, then you know, just go find yourself a freaking job.
0: Welcome to Hustle Share. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world. To show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baipyong. Welcome to episode 36 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this episode is brought to you by Payroll Hero, a time, attendance, scheduling, HR and payroll solution for Philippine companies. If you're new to the show, Welcome because we're glad to have you here we're about to wrap up our season because this is our second to the last episode and for you who don't know what hustle share is hustle share is a podcast that showcases the filipino talent and the hustles behind it to the world by showcasing the stories and the grind that we do to get that done but i'd like to give you a heads up because this podcast is filled with a lot adult language so make sure there's no kids around when you're listening to this. Because today we're gonna be showcasing and real we'll feature, a true blue hustler. And his name is Jonathan De Zuriaga, the president of the Philippine Software Industry Association, and also the CEO of Spring Valley. And today he's gonna share with us a ton of learnings so be ready to take notes because today he's gonna share with us the history of the philippine software industry along with how the bpo industry in the philippines started out and with that he's also gonna share how he carved out a career in the bpo industry being an executive not just here in the Philippines, but also abroad. Jonathan's also gonna talk about his foray into consulting and how he tried out being an entrepreneur early on. Then he's also gonna share with us how he ended up being in the software industry where he did not have any prior experience developing software, but just like a true blue hustler, he found a way to educate himself to be the expert that he is now. And it only gets better because now he's gonna share why he created Spring Valley and the stuff that he would like to do in order to replicate Silicon Valley here in the Philippines. And stay tuned till the end because we have a very big surprise of the benefits you can get, like getting 60,000 pesos per founder per month by working in Spring Valley. And as a bonus, JDL also shared so many learnings at the end of this episode That will just blow your brains out and inspire you on your hustle. So if you're ready to learn the hustle of creating Silicon Valley in the Philippines, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. Today is a special day because we're... Where We're guesting someone who a lot of people should know, but he's just creeping into the backgrounds and all, but God damn it, this this guy is an OG and it's a forefather that, uh, that a lot of people should know. And I don't know how to properly introduce you because you're wearing so many hats, right? Yep. But I'll just say it in the best way I can, I can so... Today we have Mr. Jonathan De Luzuriaga, correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Of uh, the President of IBPAP and Spring nope. Valley. Sorry, not uh, IBPAP. Not IBPAP. PSIA. 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 Yep. There you go. PSIA and Spring Valley. And NICP. And NICP. So again, there's so many things, right? <laughs> um, I don't know where to start, but I'll I'll let you do uh, introduce yourself in, in in briefly. Jonathan, what's your hustle?
1: So I. As you mentioned, I wear several hats, right? right. My main hustle is actually Spring Valley, okay. which is the uh, well attempting to be the Silicon Valley of the Philippines. Wow, that's a big, big, big uh, thing that you wanted to do. Yep, I think bigger than than uh, I ever imagined it to be. But mm-hmm. uh, I also wear the hat of the. This is my fifth year as fifth the president year.
0: of the Philippine Software Industry Association. Got I it. And I, again, I, uh, before we started, this, like. I've always wanted to be part of PSIA. And, oh, you and, will be after this oh, one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, finally. <laughs> like, because even in my first start, like I always see uh, startups getting inducted. And there's a side of me, I'm just going to complain. I'm jealous. Like, how the hell did they get there? I, mean, I didn't know. And especially IBPAP and all that. Right. This is a big organization uh, to be part of. And then if you're not in it, you're in the outside looking in. right? You're missing well, out on a lot. Right? Just because, um, you know, this, being part of this uh, uh, organiz- these organizations opens up so much business and opportunities for you.
1: It does, it does. Right. It, uh, a little bit on the history of all the industry associations. Right, you know, yes, yes. If please. I may. Yes. So, PSIA is probably the, the oldest one. So, it's yeah. about, we're on our 31st year. Wow. Okay. That's so, as old as me, literally. <laughs> this industry grew because of fear. Fear. Because of the uh, Y2K scare. So there was a lot of Filipino companies. In the '80s, that,
0: people already were yeah, scared of it. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you know there were a semblance of uh, software development companies in the Philippines. As Got you it. know, we produce a lot of very good software developers. Yes. World class. Yes. So uh, all of these small companies decided to uh, band together and put up the Philippine Software Association, like the Avengers, which is now the PSIA. Right. And then sometime into 2004, it was actually on the promptings of government. That ah. uh, we come up with a banner association we're Filipinos, right? We have an association for everything. So Correct. there's the animation <laughs> council, there's the everything, yep, yep, K-pop everything. association or whatever. So even even then, there were several uh, segments representing the contact center space. That's yes. so not, not uh, like now we're we're in mm-hmm. the Ccap, mm-hmm. the Contact Center Association of the Philippines. So right. government approached us. Uh, individually, and said our heads beginning to spin already in terms of who we're going to support, right? Yeah. So why don't you come up with a single united front, ah. so that you know when we when we give support, we just give it to this. Mother association and, and you then, let them do the work. Yep, and then it could be cascaded to what we call now the sub So IBPAP is the mother association representing the different segments
0: in the. What does IBPAP, IBPAP stand for? Just it, for those listening, it
1: stands for IT and Business Processing
0: Association of the Philippines. Yes, so this, that's a very core thing of, a lot of what we do. I mean, at the forefront, of course, it's always the business processing that always gets the bigger because that's the biggest one. Right. But right. IT has so much show, you know potential. And proven success. It's just that it's not highlighted out there.
1: Well, even in my own life, I came right. from the BPO space. So yes. I joined the bigger ones Converges, Teleperformance, E-Performax.
0: Right. And I'm, so. I'm literally stalking your LinkedIn now. Yeah. Right? Yep. And you've ran a, a lot of big contact centers here. Too how, much, in fact. <laughs> how did you, when, just, just shed some light because. In the early 2000s or even in the 90s, there was no such thing. No. I mean, there was opportunities. We knew that we had the talent. How did this opportunity turn to the behemoth that it is now?
1: Well, for me personally, it, uh, during those days, it takes about an hour to explain to your grandmother what a yeah. call center was yeah. right or is. And uh, I, I guess it all started with the shared service captives. Mm. So there's two sides to the story. Right. One is that Citibank was the one who actually pulled the trigger, you know, ah. the, from Citibank North America representatives went here mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, damn, these guys could actually speak good English, right?" So oh. why don't we give them so a they shot?" they started the big bang per se, <laughs> yep. yep. yeah. And then there's uh there's another side to the story wherein uh, you know, Chevron Chevron was operating here, uh, operating Caltex
0: so for yep. those people, who and
1: know uh you know they they decided to actually invest in the Philippines in terms of the, their back office requirements for the rest of the world. So oh. whatever it is that's true, I, I know the two sides of the story. But when uh, when other companies, mm. especially multinationals, started seeing the potential of the Philippines, sometime yeah. early two thousand, wow, the floodgates were just boom. You know, that's it. That's, that's it. The you roof know, was right. off. Well, the roof right. was gone. And right. then the who's who in the right. industry started pouring into the Philippines yeah. and you know, I, I came in during the time wherein we can't even say to the customer who's in North America where
0: we were. So we yes. had to lie
1: through our teeth in terms of where we were. Yeah, I
0: remember. I, I also in 20, 2007, my first job ever, and that's why I talk like this, yeah. was in a call center. I was an agent. Okay. And we can never tell where we were. Right. Even if there's like all right, there's some Filipinoisms that you can say and whatnot. You know, you cannot tell. I I remember I even had a a fake. American name, <laughs> right, right, Ron Phillips. Right. That's one of my well, name. That was my name. Yeah, we
1: we all went through that, I right. guess. So you know, you know, if you're talking to an industry veteran, if you've got a fake name, yep, sometime in your past, <laughs> you know, just to just to hide the fact that you're a Filipino servicing, especially North American clients. Absolutely. So now it's a little bit more uh, liberal. Yep. Uh, you could actually some of the clients actually insist. That right. uh it would be Philippine uh, outsourcing partners that service ah. their requirements, so wow. that's that's and then okay the the floodgates were open right. everybody started pouring in you mm-hmm. know the opportunity there was no academic discipline run That no, was going to no. prepare you for it's a so life. wild wild west at right, first. Right. right in fact, me I like I
0: actually have a law discipline Ah, so, so you I'm were not even in law before yep, yep. Uh, how did this happen for you and then you know floodgates are open. Were you at the right place at the right time? What was it? Uh, how did you go into the BPO Very good thing? question. Right. Uh, the
1: direct answer is poverty. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> I ran for a public office some, somewhere in Laguna. Got it. Lost miserably. Okay. I was basically more or less disowned by my family business. Wow. Because they didn't want me to go into a life of politics. Got it. So I had to find a job. In those yeah, days, uh, this was late nineties, huh? Okay. So there are only two industries that were breathing some signs of life: the okay. ever conservative banking and finance sector. Yeah, take you about twenty-five <laughs> years <luck>. to become <laughs> president of the bank. ladder of all right? ladders are there. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this new phenomenon called the contact centers, ah. right? So I consulted my wife and I said, "Hey, you know, these are the possible." Uh, Jobs that I could get into. And my wife said, you know what? Uh, You're forgetting one thing. We're classmates in university. And said, what's that got to do with the question? Yeah. Uh, I know your grades in math. So why don't you just... Anyway, you talk pretty well. So why don't you just go into this contact center space? (laughs) For fear. (laughs) For fear that you might run a bank to the ground, wow. you know? So, so I started applying. My yeah. first job was actually in Ambergris Solutions, which is Amber now Telos. Grid. Right, right, right. So uh, it eventually see, got. That
0: name rings a bell to me, but for the people now, right. who's, like, they right. don't know the history of all these names being yep. acquired and changed.
1: I think there yeah. were only about three or four real significant players then. So there yeah. was Sykes, who's yes. been around, still around up to now then there's ambergris solutions yeah. Uh, yeah. and then people support people support which yeah. is now so yeah so those are yeah. the only uh, significant players mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. back then and uh, i i got in through ambergris solutions i was assigned to the big blue account wow. dell customer service oh shoot is, yeah.
0: that's big
1: right so right. i was a supervisor i was already a manager in in a uh, previous life Right. and all of a sudden now we've got you know uh, an offer sheet for a supervisor i got so insulted Wow. Until I saw the second page, which is the compensation package. In Boom! Second, all right. Okay. 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 We're, no when, problem. When do I start? Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. And again, let's let's just call a spade a spade. There's no industry in the Philippines, at least, right. that compensates right. better than the BPO. Oh yeah. And that's we, why we, a lot of people always work there. We take right? care of our own.
1: You, you know, it it gave rise to a lot of other industries. You right. Know, HMO coverage wasn't really the norm back then. Absolutely. Until it became a standard package for IT BPM true. workers, and then you know, real estate Makati was practically dead yeah. before the BPO. Uh, yeah, BPO now look came at this, in, right?
0: A hundred X from what it was like yep. a decade ago. Um, where, where we right. are
1: right now used to be a, a military camp, and now it's yes. peppered with a lot of uh, you know software Rustling, development companies, right. you know, animation companies, game true, developing true. companies, and of course, contact centers. So, Correct. so th- my th- that's when. That was back in the day when yeah. you know, I was st- still trying to uh, get my feet wet in terms of learning this. Right. So I started jumping around, you know, mm-hmm. went into account management, and right. then went into quality assurance and stuff. Right. And then finally, you know, I kept on jumping around. Mm-hmm. Then eventually, I caught the eye of BPAP, which is now IBPAP. B-pa- so I got called yeah. in. Because they were looking for an executive director for industry affairs. Sounds sexy, right? Right. But but in reality, what were you Uh, supposed to do? You're the industry whipping boy. So so, (laughs) I got called in. I got berated from head to foot, saying, "Hey, you keep on jumping around. You're a disgrace to the industry's attrition rate." (laughs) But then again, you know everyone, so why don't you run the industry for a change? You know so. I got in, that was sometime 2008, and Mm -hmm. then I stayed on until 2010. During that time, we were executing a very specific roadmap called Mm -hmm. the McKinsey Roadmap, which is the strategic roadmap from 2004 all the way to 2010. So I was known as being part of, uh, we were called Team 2010. Team 2010. Right. Wow. So the goal is very Mm -hmm. simple, I think, was like, 300,000 people employed. Now there's more than a billion. I think you
0: tripled or quadrupled that. Right.
1: So and then uh, immediately after, uh, I was actually representing the Philippines in a conference in Mumbai. Mumbai. And a couple of people approached me and said, uh, Hey, you Filipinos seem to know this outsourcing gig quite well. Right. So, you know, I was trying to... They're our direct
0: competitor, per se. Right, right. right.
1: So... uh, And the people who who approached me is more or less a good, clear representation of uh, United Colors of Benetton. They came in all (laughs) shapes and colors, right? So so I was just trying to remain humble because we were performing quite well as a country, right? And then uh, they popped the question, hey, would you want to help our African neighbors and brothers? Wow. So, you know, without even thinking, I said, yeah, sure. And then they gave me uh, their card, and Mm. these people are from the World Bank, Mm So, when I left IBPAP, I was actually assigned to Africa, in Nairobi, to design the Center of Excellence for IT BPO Education. So, you still ended up working in a bank eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's true. I never thought about it that way. Well, thanks for
0: pointing that out,
1: So, I stayed there for about a year. And then, when I came back, that's when I discovered the wonderful world of consulting. Right. Got it. So, I became the Managing Director of Tholons, which, among other things, is the... Entity responsible for the uh, top 100 outsourcing destinations. Wow. So that's, uh, they call it the TSGI, for uh, mm-hmm. Loan Services Globalization Index. Mm-hmm. So I, I ran that for a while and then I, uh, I mainstreamed. I joined a local company, ended up uh, putting up the contact center for that local company as well. Wow. And then finally I called it quits. I said, I don't want to have anything to do with the IT enabled services industry and I wow. just quit. I put up my own, probably my very first hustle. That, okay. uh, That's that, really your own? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's called Kick Off Indoor Football Center. Wow. So I bought very expensive Italian turf, put it okay. inside a warehouse, and I said, I'm just going to be playing football all my life. but so this my, is,
0: Was this your passion ever since?
1: Well, I've been a football player all my life. It doesn't show now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> football is life or soccer is right, life. Right, right. So my daughter plays football for Enderon. My son played wow. football for Zobel, My wife kicks the ball around as well or sometimes <laughs> kicks me around. Because, you know, <laughs> so uh, what? <laughs> so I thought, I, you know, I got, I got it covered, right? Right. So then, eh, big mistake. Uh, mm-hmm. Bet on the wrong sport. You know, right. so Sorry, uh, as, as
0: far as we concerned, I mean, the Philippines is basketball country. No,
1: it's a basketball yeah. country. So, yeah. I needed to get back and find myself a job, right? Got it. So, one of the folks that I uh, helped out back in the day is now a big bad IT manager of a mm-hmm. UK software development firm, and he hit me through Facebook, and he said, huh. "Sir, we're looking for a country manager. The owner is oh, here, wow. so you wanna you wanna get interviewed." And he said. Hey, his name's JR. Uh-huh. JR. You know damn well I don't know jack shit about software, right? I mean I could <laughs> tackle it from a from a consulting perspective. Right, I right. can give you IT spend right. and you know market share and whatnot. Right. But you know, running a software shop? Are you are you sure? And he answered <laughs> all in uh, in all caps, right? Yeah. Why don't you just get your ass over here and get yeah. interviewed by my boss? So yeah. I went there. Got hired on the spot because the the British guy who runs the company said, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you got enough technical firepower behind you. What got we it. need is uh, executive leadership, and I said, okay, yeah. maybe executive leadership I could give. Absolutely. Right? So being the
0: adult in the room, right? Technically. Right. right. So
1: and then uh, I just became such a voracious. Re- uh, learner, right? Got so it. I kept on sitting beside my developers asking, What are you doing? why do you yeah. do that? You know, right. what's that for? And so on and so forth. Yeah. So I, I learned I learned the ropes a little bit. Yeah. And then this thing in LinkedIn is it's evil, man. I mean the moment <laughs> you change status. Boom, all of a sudden everybody yep. knows. Yep. So when I said country manager of this software company. Right. Uh the Philippine Software Industry Association executive director then just dropped me a note and said sir you're on software why don't you join the association oh, so wow. I said okay so how much how is membership fee how do I apply it. blah 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 so they sent across the uh, the uh, application form the moment I sent it back they come back to me again and said perfect timing sir it's elections and I what? said don't, don't you guys have a tenure or something and I said no sir or we waived the we waived the tenure or whatever oh, wow. or whatever reason they gave right, me right, back right, in right. the day so I said, okay, just a board member, right? I didn't okay. know it was a setup. Okay, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what so, an mo right there. <laughs> so come elections, right. I, uh, I basically was offered the job of being the president of the software industry. And this so again,
0: think, you're a juvenile in software. Oh still, yeah, I was right.
1: wet behind the ears and everything. So right. I, I got to thank the my co board members for right. actually, you know, showing me the ropes. Absolutely. So what I had with me then was a. Uh, very strong relationship with the, all the different stakeholders being part of IBPAP and right. you know, being part of the contact center industry. Mm-hmm. So I got very good connections in the government, the academe. So got it. That, I, I used the network it was there already. Yep, so it's the network is there.
0: But okay, now Jonathan, let's take a quick break and when we come back, let's now do a deep dive of what it was like being president of IBPAP and PSIA, sorry, PSIA. PSIA. Sorry, yeah. I keep saying IBPAP. <laughs> 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 but let's talk about that more after the break Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Welcome back from the break. We're still with JDL. I'm not going to fudge your name up. So I'm just going to call you <laughs> JDL. Uh, I, th- I think a lot of people murder your name the same way people murder my name yep. all the time. Yep. Yeah, people, get it all the time. Absolutely. And it's, you know, eventually you get used to it, the people murdering it and whatnot. Yep. And you know, uh, like, I'm Haha. not
1: sensitive about it anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you just laugh at your own stuff. So, okay, now you're president of PSIA. Was, what was it like? Because, again, some you said you you had good co-board members who helped you out. But I'm pretty sure you there was still a lot of element of surprise of what you got yourself into, knowing that you just changed your status on LinkedIn. What were those things that really caught you off guard that, that when you jumped into this?
1: Well, the overwhelming strength and value
0: proposition of the Philippines and contact centers.
1: Got it. So, uh our greatest success is also our greatest challenge because now representing a particular segment of the ICT industry, it's very difficult to come out and announce to the entire world, hey, we're not just into voice services. We actually have very strong software developers and software engineers in the country. Got it. So, And then another challenge was that almost a huge chunk, and when I say a huge chunk, more right. than 95%, right. is actually just doing services. Correct. So we're doing a lot of cool shit for a lot of people but we never for ourselves. Selves. Correct. So one of the fundamental changes that we did when I took over the position was to change the the scope of the PSIA to not only represent services but also to create products. products. Yes. Right. Getting high on our own supply. That's basically yes. <laughs> how, how I, I would like Ooh, to, there you to go. phrase it. Right? Yep. So, so these are some of the things that You know, that played around my mind. And you know what? I already have the title, right? So it's in my resume. It doesn't pay jack shit, but, you know, it's sexy. You know, it gives you a lot of, uh, it opens a lot of doors too. Correct. I have to admit. But then I was thinking, should I just go on stage? And I'm, I'm gifted with the gift of gab. You know, I could there talk you to anyone anytime anywhere. Could put on a good show, right? I've been acting right? since I was in third grade. So <laughs> you know, stretch it out a little bit, right?
0: I so, know to do. I know what you mean. So I know what you mean. I said maybe
1: should I just charge the stage and do a good song and dance? You know, uh, <laughs> or do I actually leverage the position to create something significant for my country? Absolutely. So
0: and not over, be an ego booster just for you because right. I'm president and this right. is who I right. am because that can be a tendency I've seen a lot of people do too. All right, you fuck with your title, but you don't you don't pay it forward right. and, and right. whatnot. But you you took the the, the, the brevity to really like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna live up to what this means. Right, right. And how did you do that? So over caffeine and nicotine. There you go.
1: Thought popped into my mind and uh-huh. I said, okay, what what are the problems? Think like a startup. Yep. Right. What what problems are you really trying to solve? There's so many, there are so many. Yep. On so, risk aversion of the Filipinos. You know, you're talking about right. uh, our inclination towards services. Yes. We are all hot-wired for employment. Come on, even yeah. the way we talk to our kids, we basically say, "Hey, study hard so you could get a job." So not as an I, entrepreneur. I'm even I'm even asking all the the. Teachers and right. you know, hopefully this podcast is going to help spread the word around. Yes, maybe you could change it to pangkabuhayan instead of trabaho. You know, right. work, work, study hard, work hard as a student so that you could find a means of livelihood.
0: But it's hard because it wasn't it ingrained with us from back in the colonial system. And it's just we got passed down from generation to generation. Like 400
1: years of Spanish rule, 50 years of, you know, American under the world. Americans, a handful of years under the Japanese right. will make us a very submissive culture.
0: And now, right. we're we're getting another dose of that a little bit with the, with, with the Chinese a little bit, right?
1: I was hoping I wouldn't go
0: there, but yeah, right. that's true. And then I here mean, we are bending over backwards again and whatnot. Right? Yep.
1: Yep. I'm um, totally disgusted with it, actually. But right. anyway, going back, uh, so I, I I started lining up all of these issues, and I said, "Holy crap! Maybe if I put up a Silicon Valley equivalent in the Philippines, that's going to solve a lot of these problems." True. So that's when I started, you know, conceptualizing the the concept of what is now known as Spring Valley.
0: Spring Valley. Now again, I'll I'll, I'll tell you as it is just knowing what you're telling me now. Dude, this is a big thing you're trying to do, and it's hard. Well, but I I like that you're doing it because, not, not not a lot of people always in this, especially in the startup community, is like, how can the startup ecosystem be like Silicon right, Valley right, or be right, like Singapore, right? Whatever, blah blah blah. But nobody's actually stepped up and got do, did something. You're here doing something, right? And what what's the vision for Spring Valley? So it's. It's really going to be a venture builder approach, got it. because
1: we know that the startup ecosystem is going to be lacking in terms of a lot of moving parts, yes. right? So, you know, worst case is you got a startup that's all hackers. Yeah, nobody knows how to hustle. Nobody yep. knows how to, you know, uh, address the UI UX angle. Right. Nobody knows how to build the business model. Correct, but they know how to build shit. So, that uh, the the, the the concept is really to come up with a venue wherein everyone from the 7,400 plus islands, right. hopefully none of these islands get stolen from us, yep. uh, would converge <laughs> and create the template. Yes. So, And then once the, you've got the formula and the template right. uh, working, then you could replicate it. Everywhere else in the country. Right. That's that's the that's the basic underlying concept.
0: So, and as as of people, we're also inclined to offer our services and our, our stuff anyway. So by teaming up with people that are that compensate for our weaknesses, now you can build something up under your guidance. Is that it? That's correct. That's yeah. correct. Well, actually,
1: not under my guidance, but under the guidance of all the stakeholders. Got it. Because everybody's doing their own little thing. Yep. Right. Yep. And we're not creating enough noise. So hopefully, if everyone's going to be facing in the right direction, even for a short moment of time, we could create uh, that amount of noise that would, you know, invite, get the attention of the VCs, you know, all the other strategic partners that are just floating around there. Hey, let's face it, uh, money would still go to Singapore, Malaysia, or Indonesia first before it actually comes here. Correct. It's changing a little bit now. But, yeah, there's uh, more
0: wins happening, at least in right, the last right. 24 months. You know, there's and there's more wins. The coins.phs. Right, Just recently, right. uh, in the, the, the episode before this, uh, we talked to SEI. They got invested on by Cebuana. Now even corporates are even investing in startups. I hate right. to call
1: this out, bud, but... Uh, you're part of the success stories too. So one yeah, of your yeah, hustles yeah. actually uh, yeah. paid off quite well. No, so. thank you. And that's the reason
0: why I'm doing this is because I want more people to... I just don't want to be the, the outlier. That's I want correct. this to yeah. be to, 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 to create that momentum effect. And the reason why this podcast exists is because I want to help out that, hey, you know what? There's other people that have been there, done that, have the same mindset that they want to pay it forward. Right right, But right. I just can't do it In a one-to-one method And that's why this podcast exists So
1: uh, To my point exactly I think You know What you're doing here Is a good thing Thank you Because thank you. it It basically spreads The word around Right You know That you know we're There's more
0: to the Philippines We can fucking do it Right And there's been good Work already That's been out there We just gotta be Mayabang about it too True right? And you know I think
1: uh, A certain level of patriotism Is also yes. uh, You know it, Needed, not just you, apathy. Was, you was, walk the, right. uh, you walk the sacred halls of all the big tech companies, yeah. and it won't come as a surprise that there's going to be a lot of Filipinos there. Sure, right? But you know, when are we going to experience our
0: own social media platform, our, yeah, our, our, our own, own Facebook, you know, our right, own whatever? Right, right. And so, you said it You said it right if, if that number is 95% Because we're all doing Fucking services That's correct Right We're always I, selling our soul I'll, I'll share I'll share with you one, one more
1: thing So I got a lot of friends In the industry right Right uh, Some of them thought That I was going through A very bad patch of a midlife crisis when I started telling people that I'm going to be building the Silicon Valley of the Philippines so yeah. I, I knew for a fact that there's going to be some, some attrition in terms of, of my friends yeah, right. so some of them were thinking oh, Jesus Christ, JDL's when lost his marbles yeah. <laughs> right. but uh, well, they're coming to the fold now uh, nice. I got a very nice proof of concept that's going on in right. in, in Capis you know it's a very Capis by the way Why? so I, I I basically had a three point selection criteria okay. right so number one no politics my middle name's mm. defensor okay uh I've lived as a part of a political clan uh, okay. since I was born okay. so but uh I'm not necessarily a big fan of it okay. right so no politics because I don't want to go through the same courtship every four years or six wow. years, right? right. So. Second is that there has to be a values match with my initial partners. Got it. And then the third one is if nobody believes in my BS, then we got to take out loans. And apparently the only real collateral in the Philippines is what? Land. land. So yes. the people that I'm going to be running with should have lots of land. Okay. So I found that I found that group in uh, in Capiz. Capiz. So I said, okay, we'll start it here. Okay. You know, if I could transform a, you know, Rojas is known as a seafood capital of the Philippines. Right, right. Holy shit, they have the right. best
0: food. One <laughs> of so, the
1: best food. Holy shit. Just maybe you talking about makes me hungry now. <laughs> so now, if I could basically. Uh, Triggered the transition from seafood to software. Seafood to software. Like right.
0: <laughs>
1: so, you know, and if, if it works, then, you know, I'm going to get the attention that the initiative is uh, is really wanting. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's where we are right now. So thank goodness that there's a lot of support coming from government and industry right. friends, you know. Uh, Joey Gurango's company Servio, is already there. Yep. E Performax contact centers wow. already, you know, I think they've got more than seven hundred people now oh, wow. doing uh doing work for PayPal, I think, you know. So holy you know, shit. Wow. So it, the 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 landscape's changing. And right. if you go to provincial areas you could really see the ripple effect right. of an industry such as the IT B P M. Yes. When they come in, you know everything else changes. Correct. You know the lifestyle, the expectations, you know the mindset, Correct. right? So, and apparently, the the entire Philippines, for that matter, having a very young workforce. Right. The IT BPM industry is creating jobs that they
0: actually like. Absolutely. Right. And so. also educating them on things that are normal, because you okay. without this, the the, the normal. Uh, opportunities that that the BPO industry provides right you're gonna put in be put in by oh you need to be a teacher you need to be an engineer right. you know right. those basic things that you see courses it's it's a straight path right you the, the your whole life's already decided just because of of the lack of opportunities you have with the think, BPO I think
1: Joko, the comedian was talking about that uh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> what yes you will be a nurse <laughs> you know that, right yeah but that that's that's pretty much how I envisioned this to be and okay. apparently about two years ago this was just a couple of PowerPoint slides. Yeah. So now I've got uh, Spring Valley Academy which wow. is catering uh, teaching 2D animation to mm-hmm. to kids 8 yep. years to 16 years old. You know, mm-hmm. I've got Spring Valley Arc which is right. ably supported by the Department of Trade and Industry so they wow. gave me quite a huge sum of money to buy equipment which is now known as the Capis Innovation Center but uh Ooh, it's wow. under the brand of spring valley arc which is advanced research and knowledge center Shoot. one of the things that came came out of it is an autonomous water quality monitoring system which is now apparently i've uh, heard of this i just don't know what it was called but i've heard of this so it's called WAC w-a-q ah. and uh, we're joining a couple of contests uh, I, I don't think I could reveal it yet, but we're yes. a finalist in one of the more sought after oh my god uh, projects with the U.S. Department of uh, of Defense, or if I'm not oh mistaken, my yep. wow. So, so again, and then we've got this little thingamajig here in my hand, right, which right. is called the uh, Nexus, which is a Wi-Fi uh,
0: caddy. Yeah. So out of know, wood, it looks it's wood. I'll take pictures yep. of this and whatnot. Yep, I'm taking.
1: Right. Uh, I'm I'm using indigenous materials to actually create, you know, IoT devices and uh, Dude, that is awesome. similar similar stuff. So again you know there's a marriage of hardware and software that's happening i think right. uh, as filipinos with our creativity mm-hmm. we could we could capitalize on the opportunities coming around then several things are happening in the world stage as well right this thing between us and china is not going to get any uh, better no, it's going to get uglier for sure right right so then again where are these uh, manufacturing requirements going to come from right. so that's a golden opportunity for the philippines
0: Absolutely. right but was it I mean, I, uh, th- you had all that attrition at first you said. I mean, that 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 challenges up front. What are the other challenges that 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 you experienced just to put it to where it is now? Because I I know it's never going to be a straight line to success. There's going to got to be something that really was tough that really allowed you to turn the corner after you got over that hump.
1: I mean, Ron, put it this way. I had to Sacrifice a lot of things. you you need to love something so strong, in order for you to stay the course. So you know, it's much so much easier for me just to pick up the phone and become managing director of a software company here in Manila or you know Cebu or somewhere else, even outside of the country. But then again, you know, I'm abandoning what I've started. You know, and I'm not just about to just turn my back and run away. Absolutely. So you know, there's always the issue of funding. Right. You know, there are months that you know you barely could sleep because yep. you know you've got people who are counting on you mm. they're expecting that something's going to come in right. on the 15th and 30th right. and there's uh,
0: nothing Yeah, yep right.
1: so you know uh, again hustle yep hustle hustle and hustle you know you can't be myopic about this entire thing because if you're just going to focus on one thing to. then chances are you, you're going to fail right. you're going to fail big time so mm. I don't know. The uh, psychological assessments weren't the norm when I was growing up, but maybe I would have been assessed (laughs) as uh, having attention deficit disorder,
0: (laughs) which works for me now, right? Because I could
1: work on seven or eight things at the same time,
0: have fun uh, while I'm doing it. Right.
1: And let it uh, move
0: in in, in parallel. Yep. And move in parallel. Yeah. Yeah. all right now jdl let's take another break and when we come back now it's hustle share time and i also want to know what's up next for spring valley and what you guys are doing more of that after the break has to be covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lions and tax Payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit payroll starter monthly 5 k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly really matters. Learn in flexible tenors with hashtag UNOBoost. for the part, and part with JDL. We're still talking about his hustle and I'm still, I, I, I hope this, this doesn't end soon but I, unfortunately, you know, we, we got to hustle too but this part, we, we now talk about the hustle sharing tips but before we start that, I'm curious now, JDL, what do we, what are you up to now? So you said you, you want to be the venture builder. What are you guys building aside from the things you mentioned earlier? You're about to launch something, aren't you?
1: Okay, right? so the entrepreneurial mindset is still not relatively strong especially in the uh, countryside right got it. so they'd rather most if not all of our brothers and sisters in the countryside they're still looking for okay traditional jobs you know yeah. something that's going to give me my predictable 15th and 30th and yeah. so on and so forth so while we were waiting for the stars to align we started right. building our own ship right okay. so i got about 11 products some of them wow. are very good. Some of them are shitty. Right. Doesn't matter. It's there. Yeah. you know, it's just Keep a Yep. Right. Put it in the freezer. Thaw it out afterwards when you when you see the market for it. So you know, I we built the my Boracay access, so wow. which is uh, hopefully going to be declared by the task force as official. So hopefully the, there will come a time that you have to apply for a visa before you go to the ah, beautiful island of Boracay. So we built to the, preserve everything yep. that doing is. Doing. So and okay. then we got iProtect, which is in a nutshell, I'm basically uh, digitizing the security guards' logbook, right? Wow! So and then we've got WAC. I mentioned that already. We got Nexus, right. and then uh, I built Digital Filipinas, which is a you know supposed to be a digital recording of. Uh, our, uh digital recording of all the assets wow. within the within the Philippines in terms wow. of you know uh what's how, how much bandwidth you have you know mm. how much talent you produce and so on and so forth and then ojtph which is oh more or less supported already by globe thank you globe nice. uh,
0: shout out globe you're uh, not paying us
1: but shout out to you <laughs> right. hopefully uh, globe uh gives us something for hustle share there you <laughs> go bold well, my business i'm looking at you specifically yep. come on so <laughs> OJTPH is right. the uh, matching platform for ojts which you know right. that's I, I sit on the technical working committee and the commission on higher education for Gen, wow. for a student uh, internship so that's, that's one of the gaps that i could see that
0: you know and they're um, vital especially for startups Right. oh my right. god right. I, I so and if I, I, wanna I, I, industry, right. you want to build an industry you got to start started from the schools, right? Correct. So, and when you build a team as well, it's hard to, I always say this, I've said this in several episodes already, that the way you build a team, you can't be just like the Lakers, you know, acquire talent left and right? That's right. going to be very expensive. Right. You have to work from the draft. You hire a, an intern and turn them into a regular employee yeah. and then eventually to make them an executive. Right. So now, uh, technically, what what, what I... What I've
1: achieved with Spring Valley thus far is that I've got firepower and software. Yeah. Don't take it against me, but I also take in a little bit on the services contracts. Absolutely. Hey, that pays the bills. Right? So I did a couple of work for Ayala and hopefully Edusuite. Uh, Shout out to Edusuite. Shout out to Edusuite. uh, We're we're going to be doing some uh, mobile work for them as well. Right. And then I wanted to share the Spring Valley experience to the rest of the country. Got it. Now. The unfortunate truth here, Ron, is that I've built firepower in terms of software. I've got my hardware shop, but then again, how do I now get the startups to come to the valley, stay there, yeah, and you know go through their MVP and validation, right. and right. you know eventually go through you know the la- the final stages right. before they actually take in investors and everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came up with a, a different approach. Okay. Now, majority of these startups, especially in the countryside, right. you know, they've got very good ideas. Some of them are very, very highly skilled. Mm-hmm. They've got all the elements to succeed, but yeah. they're hungry now. Yes. You know, the teachers will always approach them and say, don't let go of your dream. That's very unrealistic because when you're talking to somebody who's very hungry, when yeah, they go yeah. home, their parents are basically going to tell them, hey, you know what? you need to find the job because you have to send your sibling to school. Correct. And you know, uh, I'm already and tired I need from dialysis, driving whatever. the g- jeepney or yeah, you know, the yeah. roof needs repair, et Easier said than done. Right. right. So I said, maybe I need to
0: address the funding part. Mm. So I'm launching by July. All right. Which is by the, this time, literally this comes out uh, the Monday after we, that's literally a few weeks after. July is going to be out. So right. What are you launching July? It's called Pilantropo.com, the very, very first Philippine
1: philanthropic website. Okay? Wow. So I'm when we talk about philanthropy, we're talking about the millions and billions and so on and so forth, right, right? right? But now, I've cut it down to bite-sized pieces. Okay. So even for 500 pesos per year, we'll call you Pilantropo Magiting, right? Ah. For 5,000 pesos per year, we're going to call you Pilantropo Maharlika. Wow. And then for the, for the corporate uh, entities... Mm -hmm. We're actually asking for fifty thousand. It's not bad. That's a thousand bucks. Uh uh, we're going to call you pilantropo Makabayan. So we got a couple of people uh supporting this already. We've got Wacom, we've got Payoneer. I think you bumped into them prior to this podcast. And then uh the key here is, you know, the transactions have to be very, very transparent. Absolutely. Right. So I got I invited a very formidable board of advisors. One of right. the people who actually he did the call
0: already is uh Guillermo Bill Luz. Oh, Bill okay. Luz, my mom used to work for her. Right. We worked for him in Ayala yeah. Foundation. My mom worked for seventeen years.
1: And then uh we've in got Earl Valencia, who is the godfather of uh, the startup yeah,
0: ecosystem. Yeah, we've had him early in the in the in the podcast, I think episode three or four. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's an honor to be part of the joke? same uh,
0: season 1 that's you're an OG uh, so again shout out to April Cuenca for hooking me up with uh, to meet AJDL because I didn't have idea that this guy exists but I'm super blown away right
1: and then we've got Dan Reyes a uh, former uh, IBPAP uh, chairman yep. for two terms actually and then we've got uh, my my lawyer uh, Bob uh, Ginto okay. from NMGRA law who uh, yep. was also uh, the uh, Social, uh, uh, I'm sorry, corporate secretary of uh, IBPAP. Oh wow! So and then, I'm packaging this into a roadshow called the Pitch. The, the pitch. pitch stands for the Philippine Innovation and Technology Challenge, right? There you so go. So we're going to th- go through seven cities representing all the 82 provinces Got it. in the Philippines. Okay. And it's it's amazing, you know. Uh, right. I didn't know that I had the ability to actually map things out this well. Yeah. But uh, if you could see and uh, pretty soon it's going to be on the website. Right. But uh, this is the this is the coverage more or less. Okay, so, so we're Dabao, going to go Davao CDO. City on the 9th and tenth of August. Okay. So folks from Davao And it's going to cover Davo del Sur, Oriental, Compostela Valley, South Cotabato. That region. We've got Cagayan de Oro, August 13 and 14. San Fernando in La Union on August 19 and 20. We'll be in Manila for August 27 28 and the Manila group is right. the Manila leg is going to cover Pampanga Bulacan In Calabarzon of course right. and then Legazpi for the Bicol region including right. Palawan Dude. and Catanduanes September 2 and 3 for Legazpi right Cebu City on the 5th mm-hmm. and 6th of uh, September and that covers Bohol, uh, Samar, Leyte, Camiguin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then Roja City for Region 6 wow. and Negros. Uh, Dude, Legos. you covered this whole thing. In fact, when Holy I showed this shit. to the government, they were asking me, hey, could I borrow your template? It seems <laughs> like it's a very good coverage. Now, here's the, wow. here's the kicker. Right. I'm promising founders, at least up to four founders per team. I'm promising them an allowance of about sixty thousand per oh, month.
0: What a stipend, and For I don't god. give a
1: shit what they're going to do with it. Send it to their families, you know, build, buy a condo, right? You know, uh, spend it all on beer, per hopefully founder, not. Up you to know, four, up to sixty thousand pesos per founder. Oh my god! And then we'll we'll give them free board and lodging in Spring Valley, wow. and then we'll make them utilize the Spring Valley development team so that they could go into their Minimum viable product. It's a 12 month uh, program. Yeah. And hopefully this catches fire because I think, you know, this is going to give an opportunity to all yeah. the talented people. I have a question about. though. How much equity
0: are you going to get out of each? Oh, each?
1: a huge one. Zero. Holy shit. I'm not going to get a single shareholding because I'm basically supporting you to build shit for yourself. Wow. What I'm going to ask for is something more significant. When you become successful, pay for it. Forward. Pay for another team to Got come it. into the
0: program. So it's like a student loan. Got it. Paid for it. Forward. And that's a, you showed it on your deck. My, uh, my mentor, my startup dad, uh, Georgie Azurin.
1: Yep, Georgie is going yeah. to be part of this. Alvin Juban is also going to be right. a part of this. Jay Fahardo already said yes. Yep. Fam Alonto from Insular, right. hey, shout out to fam. Yep. And then, of course, Carlo Calimon Startup Village. Hey, yes. the, the important lesson here is this we're all competitors in one form or the other, Ron. Correct. Yeah, you're but running after the same market. Right. We're all competitors, but we're all bonding together yes. just to do a very significant push in creating and enhancing the startup ecosystem
0: of the Absolutely. country. Absolutely. This is so exciting. So you guys, if you listen, you heard that. That's a big, big boon because when I was starting out, my biggest, while I'm running my startup and trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do with that, yeah, it's my survival. Right, oh my right. <laughs> I'm going to fucking survive oh, tomorrow, the week after. And I did that for a significant amount of time, at least five years. Well, I had to do that. Hats off to you. All right, so eventually I just filled it out. Again, the reason why I got to this point is because I fucked up so much that eventually I uh, okay, I have a fuck up book. Right, right. <laughs> I already right. know what what not to do. All right, now let's talk about tips real quick. Um, Jdl, I want to ask you about uh, tips on certain things that that you highlighted during this episode. How do you look for opportunities? Because you always seem to be in the right place at the right time. You know, the PSIA just came after your fucking link. How how? It's not luck i I, I, be, I believe that it's luck comes with motion, but yeah. how do you look for opportunities to 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 get and how which one do you say yes and no to?
1: well, I always look at uh, my my mind is configured in in such a way that i I look at the mothership angle Got right? it. so Spring Valley wants to do a lot of things for a lot of people okay. comes in so many moving parts right. Philanthropo is addressing a very dire gap in terms of the entire ecosystem, which is funding, yes. right? So, Holy the, way, the way, way I think is, it's always, okay, uh, instead of just addressing one issue, how could I actually cast a wider net? Ah. And then, it all stems from the fact that, you know, I, I live by a very uh, strong principle that, that, uh, that inspires all of my initiatives. If my only if my only goal is to make money then I don't think it's significant enough. So you got to find something yes. that is absolutely worth more than just, you know, uh, enhancing your quality of life. Yeah. So I guess, you know, I, I'm thankful that I'm one of the lucky ones. You know, yeah. I, I grew up in a you know, affluent neighborhood, you right. know, I was afforded by my family to go into universities that I chose. Right. And not a lot of our countrymen actually have that luxury. True. So now I think my entire life I've been trying to pay it forward. Without, you know, uh, not in the absence of failure. Right. Right. So some would would actually say, you know, you're a little bit reckless. Mm. But honestly speaking, I don't care. As long as I believe in, in what I'm trying to fight for. Right and it's actually bigger than, number one, bigger than my ego, and second, you know, yeah. bigger than just you know, the, the small circle around me, yeah. then maybe it's worth fighting
0: for. Absolutely. That's great. Now, I wanted to ask about networking and building relationships because, again, as you're doing this, you can't do it alone. Right. You have to have the right network. How were you, what, was your, what would be your tips or what's your secret, or what's your advice for people to build this type of network? Because, again, these opportunities you got just don't happen by accident. You right. have to have a really good network to be able to get this done because even if you have the skill set to get this done without the right network, you're going to get bad opportunities.
1: So luck, divine inter- intervention, whatever it is that you want to call it, right? right. Uh, I was looking for a job. I got into IBPAP. Mm-hmm. Which is right, smack in the center of all of those things. and that was during the time that the trajectory of the entire ITBPM industry was just right you know, we're experiencing twenty five percent growth year mm-hmm. on year, right? Uh, don't be lazy, right? Uh, I would work Saturdays and Sundays if there were foreign investors coming in, Absolutely. even if it's for an hour or two hours, you know. Speaking about Georgie, Georgie was telling me, hey, you know what? If you could hook me up with an investor for, you know, MedicServe and so on and so forth, right. I'll fly right now. That's the kind of attitude Correct. that you have to possess. Hustle, exactly. hustle, hustle, right? I Absolutely. mean, you know, you have to always be ready to, to do the pitch, right? And go out of your way. And go out of your way. Get out of your comfort zone. I, I live in a very beautiful place right now. My, my house is in front of a beach. Wow. I'm so happy. All my dogs are there. You know, my yeah. wife has significant businesses. And, you know, she's got a bakery. She's got a right, bed and right, breakfast. she right. got a restaurant called Founders Food Bar. Wow. Right? And apparently, I'm very comfortable there. But now... Thanks to Pilantropo and the success that Spring Valley is experiencing, I need to go out and brave the streets of Metro Manila again. You know, I don't even have property (laughs) here anymore. I live in an Airbnb unit. I go around and grab. Doesn't matter, right? And I don't even care, you know, if people see me and say, hey, big bad president of the PSIA and the National ICT Confederation of the Philippines. And he's, you know, walking. So what? So what? I don't care.
0: You know, I got to do
1: what I got to do. You know, talk to the people that I need to talk to. Just fairly recently for Pilantropo, I sent a couple of, you know, uh, Hail Marys. I sent a couple out there. I I wrote Jaza, I wrote MVP, I wrote uh, the Oboitises, you know, I wrote Dado, you know, and, you know, maybe they'll answer, maybe they won't. I'm Maybe the, they will
0: if they listen to this yes podcast by accident. <laughs> crazy,
1: crazy enough. I'm the I, I'm I'm the person crazy enough to actually send Zuckerberg messages over Facebook saying, "Hey, could you speak in a PSIA SoftCon oh in this God. October?" I never got any answer back, but hell, there are those that actually responded, and I'm ah. the better for it afterwards you, know, just you don't pe-
0: really lose anything no, nothing it's just your ego that blocks it's, the fucking way it's win. your
1: ego and it's the little bit of effort the greatest opponent that you will have in the startup battlefield is yourself if you start doubting yourself then you know just go find yourself a freaking job right absolutely you, that's you my need- hook right
0: there <laughs> that's a, that very sentence that you said is my hook for this episode that was amazing now uh, JDL I have a couple more questions before we end um, how do you bounce back for failures? Because you said you know it's it's not all fun and games all the time, right. and you, you've had significant failures over time. How do you decide like all right? Because pe- sometimes I've, I've seen. I mean, I myself well, I was lucky because I was able to bounce back very easily. Mm. But if I had stayed in that dark place, it would have been worse. Because yeah. now doubt will creep in, right. and I think you know a lot of things that would have gone bad. But for you, how do you do that, and how do you bounce back? Well very prime example is
1: when I put up kick kickoff indoor football center. Got I it. basically put in everything that I had in there, yeah. thinking that, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to put a chain of right. these football centers all over the Philippines, you know, and right. I'm going to be a rich guy and I'm right. going to be the, you know, the overlord Game of football of, uh, here. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be the soccer god and so on. It, but, <laughs> you know, and then after, after a few months, yeah. you know, the burn rate was just so damn high. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of nasty thoughts actually cross my mind. Right. But then again, resiliency is directly related to selfishness. Yes. So if you're just thinking about yourself and saying, oh, you know, poor me, you know, I lost so much, et cetera, right. I'm going to be the laughing stock of society and so on and so forth. Screw that. Just throw that away. Yeah. Because my, 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 uh, you know, I always share this with people who would like to, you know, lend an ear. If you wake up tomorrow, you're, you could still move your hands, you could still yeah. move your feet, yeah. you can still count one to ten, yep. then it means you still have unfinished business. So wake up, take a, ba- take a bath, brush your teeth, and work. That's the mm. only thing. And then it also helps if you have responsibilities in life. Ah, I've yeah. got two kids. i got a wife. Right. Right? So if I'm just going to be busy licking my wounds because I failed, nah. how, how is that going to come across to these Great. three people who mean the world to me, right? Absolutely. So again, you know, you wake up, you could, you still have your
0: faculties about you. Right.
1: Then just do some work.
0: Okay. Now last uh, two questions. You mentioned about hustling, right? You you said hustle, 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 because you can't just be doing the same. I, I I'm I've this quote from Einstein that I was like, you know insanity is doing one thing over and over again, expecting, expecting different, a different result. result yep for you what how do you make sure that you when you hustle there's the desired uh outcome that you get, and what's your secret or, or your 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 process to that way
1: i was I was having dinner with a good friend of mine from uh, the American chamber last night. his name's Don Felbaum, one of okay. probably the best people that you could hook Shout up out to with. you right don so yeah. uh and one of the things that we, we, we talked about is really the, the threshold, right? Yeah. So, uh, one thing I think that we need to, you need to ascertain is, uh, he told me this, you know, the beautiful thing about you, JDL, is that when you have a plan A, you already have a plan B, C, and D. Right. So you know how to pivot. In fact, in our world, in the startup community, there's mm-hmm. no such thing as failure, right? Yeah. You just iterate
0: and yeah. just failure pivot. or I mean learn. You learn. Right. right. Right.
1: So again, you know, if if you're going to back yourself up to a corner wherein you can't you can't do anything else, right. then the fault's really on you. Yeah. But again, it's very it's very important. It's mm. very important that you always have a backup plan, even in terms of iteration. Mm. The moment I'm already building a particular value proposition for a startup that I'm doing, right. I already have a couple of backups thinking, you know, what if it doesn't work? God, right. right. And again, uh, I, I I've seen this in a lot of startups that I'm mentoring. Right. Work, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah. There's a very distinct difference between working hard and working smart. What is it? Don't just keep on pushing and punching air without actually a very uh, good strategy. True. And that's the reason why we're building this community. And, you know, your podcast is helping build the ecosystem as well. There are a lot of people out there who would like to offer their time and their, you know, experiences as well. Absolutely. So that you could avoid particular potholes. Make
0: use of that. Don't believe in your own bullshit. There you go. Right there. Now, um, I'll ask you this, uh, JDL. Uh, I've, I've, been, I've been asking this for the past few episodes, but I always get very interesting uh, answers. If you were to give your younger self advice, what would it be? Probably to take
1: up a more technical course. Okay. Because then now I'm, I'm learning on the fly. Yeah. I'm uh, grateful that there are a lot of very, you know, generous mentors that are out there. Yeah. But uh, if I knew that I was going to end up doing this and enjoying it in the process, right? I would have taken up something like engineering or, ah, got you know, it. probably computer computer science or something. You know. Yeah. But there are there any regrets though? Go looking back and whatnot. Or? I've never had any regrets in my got life. It. I I'll take it the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. It, it.
0: it builds. Who you are today yes character defining right. and what not wh- whatever it is right? alright thanks again JDL but please do invite people to again check out Pilantropo or anything else uh, before we, we end the show uh, so, uh, do the shout outs that you want to do
1: so the Spring Valley website is www.springvalley.tech uh, we're yep. on Facebook as well Spring Valley Technology and Innovation mm-hmm. and then watch out for www.pilanthropo.com oh man and it's ho- gonna be big hopefully you know uh dig deep dig deep into your pockets right. as well it's not going to take much to actually help right. change the landscape yep. and of course you gotta support my good friend Ron here thank you, you, know, thank you. always it. hustling always yeah. helping
0: out thanks Ron for having me I was trying it. to pay it forward that's what Georgie told me if he's, what he told me was if you ever make it uh, if you ever become successful don't pay me back pay for it forward. and that's why this hot, this podcast
1: excellent this. excellent advice alright so again person.
0: guys thank you for listening to this uh, We're this is the second to the last episode of season one so again in season two we'll be giving you a heads up of who we're gonna have next because you now have an opportunity to ask the questions and even be part of the show when we record that very soon but you need to go to our community the Hustle Share community on Facebook and if you do want to message us please do message us at m.me slash Hustle Share, powered by chatbot.ph. Again, JDL, thank you very much. Thank you, Ron. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it. And again, thank you. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.